Welcome to the exciting rebirth of Superstar featuring choose your membership rate as low as just $3 a month. At Superstar, you get expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week, unlimited access to special horoscopes, class passes for Synchronicity University, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the Superstar space. I look forward to meeting you there. Fabulous friends, fans, and superstars, welcome to your horoscope for the week of October 17, 2021. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week, and I have to say that this is an important and big astrological week at that. It is massive, and I don't say that lightly. We have several important, intense celestial events taking place, but we also have supremely fortunate celestial events taking place simultaneously. And what this suggests is, on the one hand, it's a mixed bag and could be a mixed bag for some of us out there. But I think, on the other hand, it is about understanding that this week is filled with opportunities. It is filled with blessings. And thankfully, we have tension as well. And that tension is going to ensure that we make the most of this time, that we don't get lazy with it and that whatever opportunities or blessings or possibilities or inspirations show up for us, we find a way to tap into it and we find a way to run with it. I think of some of the key aspects taking place now, aspects of hustle. And so what I mean by that is we've got the Sun square Pluto, we've got Mars square Pluto, and I'll talk about these in more depth in just a moment. Now, those squares of Pluto in and of themselves represent a determination. They represent activity to transform our circumstances. But we've also got incredible Jupiterian energy this week as well. We've got Jupiter trine Mars. That is supremely fortunate. And of course, we have two planets going direct on Monday, Mercury and Jupiter as well. You add to this, you throw into all of this an intense and powerful full moon in the sign of Aries. The energy of initiation and of trusting what it is that you want, trusting who it is that you are and acting from that place with certainty, being rooted in self-knowledge and courageous in action in support of whom you know yourself to be at your essence and at your truth. Well, you put all this together and it adds up to a truly consequential time, a week that I think will stand out for so many of us out there. So let's talk about these different aspects because there is so much going on now, celestially speaking. And I'm going to start with the full moon because when there is lunar activity, we feel that energy more than we might feel other big celestial events. We're going to feel it all. <laughs> Don't worry about that. But it is lunar events, particularly a full moon that brings emotion to the surface and it throws emotion into the mix. And the fact that this full moon is also square Pluto, along with this conglomerate of planets in Libra, square Pluto. The fact that this full moon is speaking in harmony with Jupiter, well, it does suggest that we are acutely aware 
that there's opportunity there. There's opportunity to magnify blessings or to enhance ourselves or to take inspiration and run with it to improve our circumstances. But that square to Pluto, we are going to feel, and we feel that in a few different ways. If I'm being very straightforward, squares of Pluto are not experienced as easy. <laughs> that is putting it mildly. Squares of Pluto make us very aware of where it is that we desire change, but also the limits of our power to change. It makes us aware of where we have power, but also where we don't and where we feel limited by that or where it is that we feel frustrated by that. We work that much harder to transform our circumstances. I had a wonderful conversation a few days ago with April Elliott Kent, and I'll be posting that conversation on my YouTube channel in the coming days. You might have noticed you've been seeing conversations. I love posting uh, these interviews with other astrologers and tarot readers, and I hope that you're enjoying those as well. Um, it really is taking me back to my roots in many ways. That was uh, the vision that I had when I first started this channel was to interview other astrologers. So it's been so much fun. And again, I hope that you've been enjoying that. But it has been uh, very recently, it was just a few days ago that I spoke with April Elliott Kent and um, she said a few things that really stood out to me and really got my um, mind and spirit and curiosity going. And of course, April Elliott Kent is a world-renowned big dog author. She is uh, the author of three books as well, widely respected in our field. And she was talking about squares and she was talking about retrogrades. So retrogrades I'll talk about in just a moment. But what she said about squares is squares, which is a type of conversation that two planets will have for those of you who are brand new to this. Um, squares represent activity. Squares represent movement is how she put it. And I thought that was very profound. I've always conceptualized squares as representing motivation, and certainly they are. But the fact that squares represent, the fact that something's got to happen, these two energies, they got to get along, and we feel that they got to get along. Of course, when you have energies in your own chart, you feel them that much more personally, but consider when we have these collective energies, and what I mean by that is the transits as they're playing out now. What I talk about when I do these weekly uh, video casks, I talk about how whatever the celestial conversations are, they are speaking to all of us. We are all in this energy field. We are all a reflection of each other. Everyone and everything is reflecting every part of us within. And that includes the cosmos, that includes the planets, that includes the sky. And so the sky right now is reflecting to us an energy field, an atmosphere that says we want change. A lot of us are going to be feeling as if we've got to take action, take steps, involve ourselves in activities that are going to allow meaningful change to occur. Now, many people are going to experience this energy that on the surface may look like frustration, but again, it represents activity. It's only frustration if you don't do anything with this energy. If you just sit and allow it to wash over you, then it'll come. It may stay a while because we have important squares to Pluto taking place. The full moon, yes, very powerful squares of Pluto happening there. 
But we start the week with the Sun square Pluto. On Friday, Mars will square Pluto. Now that is going to be a whole segment of this video in and of itself. That is a very powerful energy. And so, yes, if you sit, then yes, you will feel frustrated. Chances are all of us in at least one area of life, if not more, will find ourselves getting frustrated. But if you do something with this energy, if you see it for what it is, a gift, it's all a gift, it's all a reflection, and it's all an opportunity, especially when you have the great privilege of having agency over your life, which not everybody can say. But if you have that privilege, wow, this is a time to use it. And it's a time to use it by acknowledging your frustration and then going into action, into activity, taking some step, some movement that's then going to allow you to resolve that energy in some way to move towards the change you desire, even if you don't know what that looks like just yet. That's okay. We don't need to see the end to know that we're willing to be on the journey. And it's never really about the end. There's this incredible book. I'm sure many of you out there have heard it or read it. It is called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, a huge book translated into so many languages. It sold millions and millions of copies. Uh, truly an incredible book. And I remember reading this like in the 90s. That's how far back we're going here when I read it. And it made such an impression. It is filled with so much wisdom. And it's a really easy read. But a part of the message of this book is that, and I don't want to give any spoilers away because it is so rich to read it. But part of the wisdom in this book is that it isn't about the achievement of the dream. It isn't about having the thing that you dream of. It is always about the journey because the journey represents who you become along the way. The journey represents the lessons that the world or the universe wants you to understand about yourself, the ways in which we are strengthened, we are made more when we engage the journey. And then when we arrive at that place where we get to have the thing that we wanted or we're moving towards that we dreamed of having, we realize that that thing, person, place, thing, situation, is ultimately only a symbol. It is just a symbol for whom it is that we have become. And that it's not really about the symbol. The symbols evolve, they change, they mean different things to us at different times. And what we think we want at one time may actually take us in a very different direction. And that's part of the journey too. That's part of evolving, that's part of growing. And so we have here with the sky this week, this incredible opportunity to say that we are willing to do what we need to, to change what we may need to, to face fears, to dig deep in some cases. That's part of Pluto as well. Pluto is about digging very deep within ourselves, finding strength, finding resolve, finding focus. And it is about summoning that intense level of courage and taking some step from that place. Now, courage is understood as different things to different people. And I think that is going to be a big theme this week as well. On Wednesday, we have that full moon that I just spoke about in Aries. And it is going to be on Friday that we have Mars square Pluto. 
Tuesday, earlier in the week, Mars trine Jupiter. All of these placements speak to courage of one kind or another. But I think that very often we get caught up in displays of courage, performances of courage, instead of being willing to actually acknowledge all the ways in which we were courageous in a given moment, in a given day. Life is this incredibly rich experience. You get all of it. And if you're lucky, you're willing to engage it. And what that means is you get the happiness. All of us have experienced happiness. All of us have experienced love. If you're here, you have known love. Full stop. There is an abundance of love available to us in the world. And if you're here, you've experienced it. No matter how we may judge our lives, especially at certain times in our life, if we're going through a difficult transit in our own chart, it may be hard to see that sometimes. But love is constant. Love is always there. Love is at the core of who we are. But a part of that means that we're going to experience the contrast as well. We're going to experience times where we may not feel as connected to love. We may not be as aware of how loved we are. We may experience fear. We may experience frustration. We may experience doubt. And when we are able to, or at least willing to, take some step in spite of, or in the face of, this uncertainty, this disappointment, this frustration, the longing, which is a part of the human experience as well. When we have that appreciation, that is a tremendous act of courage. Taking a step knowing that it may not work out, but trying anyways in any area of life is courageous. And so where is it that we may be asked and we may be looking at ourselves to summon courage even when it's hard? or at least to acknowledge where we are being courageous, even when we haven't wanted to see that before. And so a full moon in Aries, Aries is the very first sign of the zodiac. And it was Dane Rudyard who conceptualized the energy of Aries as the first breath, that it represented the first breath. And so that first breath is the energy of life. It is the experience of life itself. If you've taken one of my classes at Synchronicity University, my school, you know that I always like to start every class with a meditation, a guided meditation. I call it setting an intention. And there are certain steps that I always take as part of this guided meditation. And one of them is connecting to breath. And so we connect to breath, we connect to it as an energy, we move that energy through our bodies. And then towards the end, I say, it is breath that is the experience of life itself. It is breath that animates our bodies, that unites spirit and matter. And that truly is key. What is a human being other than flesh, breathing. It's the breathing part that defines us. If you've ever had the chance to see, and I know I've heard uh, this example given by different spiritual teachers, I've had this experience myself. Um, if you've ever had a chance to go to a wake or a funeral 
and you see somebody and their body is there. I know I have had the experience where I've looked at someone in a casket and felt like, is that really them? Is that what they look like? Is that what they look like? And that's because the breath isn't there, right? They're not breathing anymore. It's breath that animates us, that gives us spirit, that makes us alive. And once that breath goes, we're no longer there. Another experience I had that was very powerful, going to Madame Tussauds in London. My mom wanted to go when she came to see me graduate uh, many, many years ago. So we went to Madame Tussauds and I remember walking around and looking for these different celebrities, not being able to spot them or recognize them and then having to look at maps and realizing I walked by them. And when I went up to these statues and I'm looking at them, I'm thinking, that's what they look like? Well, the truth is no, that isn't because the breath isn't there. The spirit isn't there. It's the shell. And yes, it is right down to the minuscule millimeter matching what that person looks like, but it's not. It doesn't really look like them. And the reason it doesn't look like them is because it's not them. The unity of spirit and matter doesn't exist in that, that wax figure. And so, yes, it was very easy to pass them by and not realize who I was looking for or looking at. In the same way, it is breath that represents life. It represents the experience of life, but it's also breath that connects us to everyone and everything. As much as Aries is a very individual sign and represents the individual, it is also breath that unites us to everyone and everything, that reminds us that we are not alone, that reminds us we are not isolated, that reminds us that the stuff of life that flows through me flows through everyone and everything. So all of us in at least one area of life will find ourselves lit up, feeling the energy, feeling the vibe, thanks to that full moon. But then of course there is Mars and all the powerful things that Mars is doing. Mars is the ruling planet of Aries. And under the light of the full moon, what Mars does becomes that much more important because it is connected to that full moon energy, that Aries energy as the ruling planet of Aries. And so first Tuesday, we have this beautiful alignment of Mars and Jupiter, Mars is an accelerating principle. Mars activates. Mars fires us up, gives us juice, gives us determination. It's been called the survival instinct in the chart as well, but it's passion. It's the engagement with life that's represented by Mars. And speaking in supreme harmony with Jupiter, that energy is that much higher there's this easy way in which it feels as if the good times and the good energy and the adrenaline is magnified in a way that gives us a high, in a way that we like very much. It can also feel as if our blessings are magnified as well. Mars is an accelerant, bringing that energy to Jupiter. And Jupiter is hope and optimism and growth and belief, expansion feeling like everything's going to be amazing and everything's going to be great. But that trine from Mars gets us very riled up with that belief. And that can be great. It can be a high and highs are amazing, right? They're a lot of fun. This is an adrenaline rush. That's for sure. 
But there are also, of course, practical, wonderful ways this energy can be used because it is hopeful. Both planets are in air signs. Mars is in the sign of Libra. And it is Jupiter that's in the sign of Aquarius. Very social signs as well. So the fact that these two planets are speaking in supreme harmony, it does suggest that there's an ease with which we're able to engage others. We're engaging ideas. We are finding it especially interesting to interact with others. And that can be a lot of fun. There's a lot of social energy here that feels, again, enlivening. Like it wakes us right up in a way that we love. This is energy that can have us getting carried away, but enjoying the journey. But thankfully, we also have those squares of Pluto. As I said, Sunday, Sun squares Pluto. Friday, Mars squares Pluto. And Pluto is an energy, among the things I've already discussed, it's an energy of honesty. That's what you find when you dig really deep within you and you see what's there. That is honest, if we're lucky. Sometimes with Pluto, we may be seeing things more dire than they actually are. And that's why I love that we've got this balance of energy and I think it's going to work out very well for us. It is the energy of Mars and Jupiter that will bring hope and inspiration, but it's the energy of Mars and Pluto that's going to bring the hustle, that's going to bring with it a determination, bring with it a desire to transform, but to keep hope while doing it. That's the balance of these energies. If it was all just Pluto squares, that would be one thing. I would say take very good care of yourself. <laughs> Emotions are going to be intense and some of that may be there. But I think hope will be intense this week as well. We'll find a way to balance this range of human experience. Remember, as April Elliott Kent said, squares represent activity. Something's going on there. And in this case, it means that there is activity towards transforming our circumstances towards making the inspiration of Jupiter count for something. To have it be something that changes us to the core, that gets us honest. Being honest with oneself is a very powerful form of bravery because it's not easy sometimes. It's not easy when we have our heart set on a particular direction, when we insist that things need to be a certain way. It's not easy to find that self-honesty within. And yet here is promise, promise of change, of transformation, of hope. There's hope. And that hope allows us to summon that courage that much more, to utilize that courage in a way that ultimately lifts us and strengthens us in ways that we can feel good about. And so that square of Mars and Pluto, let's talk about that because this is the ancient ruling planet of Scorpio and the modern ruling planet of Scorpio. These two planets are speaking now in conversation of tension. And Scorpio, of course, is an energy of honesty, of transformation, all these Plutonian topics. We touch on them when we talk about Mars, when we talk about Pluto. And so the two ruling planets of Scorpio Speaking intention speaks to how it is that our old ways of understanding change and authenticity and truth and transformation and what more elevated 
more transcendent, more evolved, more karmic ways that address these parts of the human experience, that address transformation, that address self-honesty. How are they getting along right now? In that matchup between Mars and Pluto, Pluto's going to win. Pluto's going to be the more dominant energy. Because Pluto is further out, because Pluto is slower moving, the ancients believed that when a planet was further out, when a planet is slower moving, it is more powerful than the faster moving planet, than the closer to Earth planet. And so here we have Mars significantly closer to the Earth than Pluto. Pluto is the more dominant energy there. And so in many ways, it is Mars receiving the energy of Pluto. And yet, these two have to get along with each other. New ways of understanding what meaningful change looks like. New ways of understanding what's worth focusing on. What growth or evolution or transformation is worth giving our whole self to. And how did we used to do it? And how does that not work for us anymore? But how can we still root ourselves in principles of the past, in what worked in the past, and now evolve forward? That is going to be part of the journey for all of us. And all of us in some way are looking at what has got to change. And where it is, we're no longer willing to sit back and wait for that change to occur. But we are going to summon our own spirit, our own determination, and willing to learn along the way. That really is key here. In many ways, in all of us, we may find that there is tension within us as to how to approach our change. The way that we instinctively always did it, whether as a collective or individually, or now are we willing to go deeper? Are we willing to find a new level of self-honesty that might be searing at times, but in that find even more profound authenticity and transformation than perhaps we ever knew before? That is the invitation of this time. That is the opportunity now. And all of us, in one way or another, are absolutely moving forward. So why is that? I've been telling you October is massive. October is a huge month. It was just two weeks ago, not even two weeks ago, that we had Pluto go direct. A few days later, Saturn went direct. And now, as we begin this week, Mercury and Jupiter are stationed. And on Monday, both planets, Mercury and Jupiter, both planets go direct. And this represents that much more momentum building forward from here. That much more of a heightened awareness, that much more of a determination, that much more a desire to feel as if we finally are no longer stagnant, no longer stuck. The courage is the willingness to progress, even if it's hard. Well, thankfully, with the progress being made here, <laughs> with Mercury, with Jupiter, uh, and especially considering that Jupiter is going to be trying Mars while he officially changes direction. 
Well, all of that does suggest that it's not going to be that hard to find our momentum. Actually, it's going to feel quite exciting, maybe even fun, maybe. But just as we're having fun, that's when the real work begins. That's when we really got to go within. That's when we really got to dig deep. And so that brings me to the second uh, idea that April Elliott Kent shared. Now, I love her name, so I always say this whole thing, April Elliott Kent. I think it just has this beautiful song to it, <laughs> I like to say it. Uh, but April, the other idea she shared, she said that when planets are retrograde, you don't know the whole story. That's really key. And I thought that this was such a wonderful a graspable, accessible way to understand retrograde energy. I love that she said that. You know, I always try to cite people where possible. I'm all about um, acknowledging where wisdom comes from where possible. And so she's the one who said that. <laughs> she said that you don't know the whole story. Well, I would build on that and say, because we talked about so much in that interview, but I would build on that and I would say that when a planet goes direct, you start to know, <laughs> in some cases very quickly, in some cases in an instant, especially where it comes to Mercury. Mercury going direct is infamous for the proverbial light bulb moment where you didn't even realize that you didn't know until you know, until all of a sudden you see things differently. And that's what's happening. Under the light of all these squares, under the light of this powerful trine, under the light of a full moon, two planets, Mercury and Jupiter, are going direct. And what we thought we knew, all of a sudden, more information comes in, and in an instant, everything could look different. But because Jupiter is trying Mars while this is happening, it tells me that things could actually look a whole lot better. A part of the courage that action requires is hope, having hope that things can get better. That is one of the most powerful ways to summon a spirit of action, to summon a spirit of courage. And we have that in abundance now. And that's why I think that the sky is so, so very hopeful. Okay, so Mercury in Libra going direct on Monday. We are gonna see our one-on-one -on -one alliances differently, our partnerships differently, what we want from each other, from the people we are aligned with differently. We may see new things in the people around us, especially those people that we spend one-on-one -on -one time with. We may have a different appreciation. And especially where it was that we were so certain that this was the person for us in business or in love, now we get a more complete picture and it can take us in either direction. That's the thing with retrogrades. It either is going to take us in a direction that says, oh, wow, okay, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, or this isn't who I thought this person was. And so I don't think this is going to work out. But the other way is, wow, this is so much better than I thought. This could actually be so much greater than what I had conceptualized or what I had believed up until now. It can go either way, especially with a sky like this, especially this week. But chances are more likely that we'll be able to see more nuances in each other, and especially those people we are aligned with or hope to align with.
And as we see the nuances, we're able to find a deeper sense of acceptance of them and feel that from them of us, which can be a very powerful thing. And so that's the Mercury, <laughs> that Mercury direct in the sign of Libra. And then Jupiter. Jupiter is also direct on Monday. And Jupiter is in the sign of Aquarius. This is a very social energy. It's an energy of the collective, an energy of friendship. But it's also highly individual as well. It's a fixed sign. It's interested in authenticity and living authentically. What does that mean for you? What does it mean to be authentically yourself? I'll give you a little bit of a mini astral lesson here. Wherever Aquarius is in your chart, meaning whatever house uh, cusp falls in the sign of Aquarius, that area of life is an area that you care about being your true self, your most authentic self. You care about your freedom. You care about your independence in that area of life that much more. And you're going to bring that spirit of acceptance and independence and friendship and individuality and even eccentricity <laughs> to that area of life. And that's different depending on your birth chart. But wherever Aquarius is, you're going to bring these principles. And now here we have Jupiter going direct in the energy of Aquarius, magnifying these attributes, magnifying these energies that much more, magnifying the energy of being eccentric in that area of life, of insisting on individuality, insisting on independence, doing what you feel called to do, feel what you want to do, living your most authentic self, whatever that looks like for you but also bringing a spirit of acceptance, a spirit of community, a spirit of everyone is welcome here. That's very powerful. That's a powerful gift to give to others. Now, of course, if you have that gift to give to others, make sure it's genuine. That's very Aquarian as well. Aquarian accepts others. The Aquarian vibe, Aquarian energy reflects and represents accepting others, but it comes from a place of authenticity. It isn't performance. And if it's performance, then it isn't self-care. It isn't authentic. And so there is that balance there to be found. But whatever that is for you, whatever that balance, that space looks like for you, where you're able to be with others, but also be yourself, give to others, but also honor yourself, you will find that under the light of Jupiter direct. And that energy, that spirit is what ends up blessing our alliances most, ends up blessing our one-on-one -on -one interactions most, because it is Mars in the sign of Libra as well. Mars is in the sign of partnership, trying that Jupiter. There's real possibility here and real potential for us to feel like we have found ourselves and been true to ourselves, perhaps in a way that we haven't been in months with Jupiter retrograde. And there's something very powerful that happens when we are true to ourselves, whether or not it seems like it in the moment, whether or not it seems like it on the surface right away, ultimately us being true to ourselves blesses other people 
that much more. It opens others up to receive their blessings. When it is that being true to ourselves looks like being selfish to other people, if we are coming from the intention of wanting to be loving, then our actions rooted in love ensure that regardless of how other people may react to it in a given moment, that decision will ultimately be part of what opens them to love as well, opens them to their authenticity as well. We can't be responsible for the actions of others, but when we honor our own need to take action in support of our truth, something very powerful happens, even if it's unconscious, other people are able to do the same. What I love about this week for us, well, look, it is a powerful, powerful week. Without a doubt, we've got Jupiter direct. We've got Mercury direct. We've got that full moon. You add to it all these aspects I spoke about. My goodness, if ever there was a time when it felt like change was afoot, it certainly is now. And change is very much on the horizon for many of us, if not all of us out there under a sky like this. Where it is that your truth leads you to change, leads you to transformation, that is when you're able to also find peace within the tension, within the uncertainty. There are massive blessings and a lot of real grounded hope on offer with a week like this. But thankfully, there's also gumption. There's also guts. There's also guile. There's also determination to own our own power, to be a force of transformation in our own lives and to move ourselves in a positive, more loving, more wise direction is one of the surest ways for us to help the collective move towards greater love and greater wisdom as well. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And to prove it to you, here are some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up, who hits the notification bell. All of it means so much. Thank you. And of course, if you want to know how this very powerful sky this week speaks to you in your sign, log on to NadiaShawSuperstars.com. Now with Choose Your Membership Rate, as low as just $3 a month gets you expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week for each and every sign for just $3 a month. Higher tiers get you things like all access passes to Synchronicity University future classes. They get you consultations with me and so much more. All of this in the superstar space. I look forward to meeting you there at NadiaShawSuperstars.com. Link is in the description below. Mayan Astrology is just $6.99, available for pre-order on Amazon now. And with your pre-order receipt, you get $70 worth of free gifts, which is very exciting. If you forward us the receipt, then you will get a download to 
Euridia's class on the Mayan signs when the book is published on November 11th, and you'll also get access to her live class on compatibility according to Mayan astrology that's going to take place later in November. And so how a pre-order works on Amazon, you go onto Amazon, uh, you confirm your pre-order copy, but you're not charged until the book is published. The publication date is November 11th. Once the book is published, Amazon sends that out to you and they deduct the money. Now, with that pre-order, I have to say only ebook is available for pre-order, not the hard copy version, and I'm so sorry about that. But yes, $6.99, you get to support Mayan wisdom being shared with a whole new audience, which is something I'm so passionate about, this wisdom and this astrology of the indigenous people of Mexico and of Central America. And of course, you also get access to Euridia's classes and so much more. So please do have a look, learn more, check it out, reserve your copy on Amazon now. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University, the last classes of 2021 are now choose your tuition rate. Can you believe it? We are starting to wind down towards the end of 2021. I can't believe it sometimes when I think about it. Now, right now I'm visiting home, I'm visiting Canada, and I was uh, saying to somebody like, oh, I'm gonna be in Canada for another 24 days. And uh, the person was like, oh, 24 days, it's so long. And I said, yeah, but you know, these years of my life have gone by and they passed really quickly. Sometimes when I think about it, I feel like you blink and decades have gone by. That's really how it can feel sometimes. So I was like, I think I'll be okay with 24, 23 days to go. But yes, I am in Canada right now and that's a lot of fun. And I've been checking out Synchronicity University right here from Canada. And we have got uh, incredible classes coming up in November, starting in November and going into December as well. But choose your tuition rate, the last batch of Choose Your Tuition Rate classes is taking place now until the end of October. So there's only two weeks left as this week begins, just two weeks left to learn from some of the most brilliant astrologers and tarot readers alive today. This truly is very exciting. So on the one hand, I want to share with you Melissa Sanova. Melissa Sanova is a world-renowned author of the Kitchen Table Tarot series. A lot of people have been buying her class, which is really exciting to me. Uh, she is that popular. I knew they would love her stuff anyways because she has such a fan base. Uh, and people love her books, but she has this wonderful style of teaching. She's got seven planets in Sagittarius. So you can check out the interview with her that I did that was published recently on my channel as well. And it was in that interview that you get to see just how awesome she is. And she's going to take you through all the tarot cards so that you really understand and you're able to do your own tarot readings right away. There's a practical element. It's going to be fun. There'll be salty language. You will absolutely enjoy yourself and your time with Melissa Sanova. And for a very limited time, just two weeks left, choose your tuition rate as low as just $5 a class. Really an unheard of rate to learn from someone of the caliber of the renown of Melissa Sanova. And I absolutely love her as well. And I think that you will too. So check out more about the upcoming five week class with Melissa Sanova 
Link is in the description below or visit synchronicityuniversity.com. Synchronicity University November speaker series is in effect. Well, it's not in effect, but the choose your tuition rate is in effect for another two weeks only. And then we're going to jump in with the November speaker series, truly world renowned astrologers are going to be joining us and I'm so very excited about this. I know so many of you are really big dog astrologers. So you recently saw Nico, son of Celine on my channel, YouTube superstar astrologer Nico. Uh, my mom is incredibly excited that Nico's coming to my school and was on my channel recently as I shared in my Instagram stories uh, through Instagram and Facebook as well. But yes, He's going to be teaching about spiritual gifts, helping you to recognize what your gifts may be by looking at your chart. So I'm really looking forward to his class. We have got the one and only Rachel Lang, astrologer, uh, Rachel Lang, and she is going to be teaching on timing financial decisions. So she's also a really big dog astrologer, an author, and I think she's a wonderful person to be teaching about having an understanding of your money and how to time yourself so that you maximize your money. And she's even going to be teaching about timing lottery tickets and things like that. So that's a class I'm definitely going to attend and I'll try to attend live. That's for sure. Um, we have got, of course, April Elliott Kent that I mentioned earlier, big dog astrologer, author of three books, widely respected, world renowned author. And she's going to be teaching about eclipses in astrology. So she's going to help you to recognize eclipses in your chart and what that says and what happens in your life, seeing patterns of eclipses over the course of your life as well, and how we build on them. And she even talked about how coming up, uh, we are going to have the nodes changing signs. The nodes are going to move into the Taurus Scorpio axis. And she talked about in the interview that's going to be published very soon about reflecting on what happened the last time the nodes were here. What areas of your chart were being activated? What did that say about your growth? How are you now going to build on that? So I think this is going to be a wonderful class. Only she can teach it in the way that she does. Practical and filled with information. She's just an exceptional teacher. We have got the incredible Nicole Garceau. I love Nicole Garceau. She is a fellow Canadian. And she has an interview coming up that's going to be published this week on my channel. And she is just so knowledgeable and brilliant and incredible. And she is going to be teaching on developmental age method. So she's going to help us to recognize what key things happen at different stages of life and help you to understand key things to look for to predict not just the past, but also what could be coming up, big shifts in a life that could be coming up. And so actually there is a very predictive quality to what it is that she's going to be teaching that I think is going to be incredible. And of course, the astrology owl, Louise Eddington, is going to be teaching on um, the upcoming Venus. Well, not the upcoming Venus. She did talk about the Venus retrograde season upcoming. So be on the lookout for that interview. But she is going to be teaching on understanding your personal Venus star. And she looks at the five point Venus star in your chart. So it's very practical as well helping you to understand relationships and different layers of understanding love in your own chart. So really a packed and wonderful November speaker series coming up at Synchronicity University again for a very limited time, just two weeks left to choose your tuition rate. If you are going to attend one speaker series, this really would be it for the quality of speakers, the quality of topics. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. We are going to go out 
of 2021 on a high note with these incredible speakers. And again, this is going to be the last batch of classes that are going to be offered at Choose Your Tuition Rate uh, until the new year or there are going to be classes offered, but those classes are going to be taught in the new year. So have a look, check it out, and I hope that you absolutely love it. And I look forward to meeting you in class at synchronicityuniversity.com. Link is in the description below. My own classes at Synchronicity University are in full effect. Now, earlier this weekend, I had a class on the ninth house. We looked at planets in the ninth house. Next week, we're going to look at the ruling planet of the ninth house. But the following week, that's what I think is going to be a very popular class, and that is going to be how to write horoscopes. Now, it's not just writing horoscopes, whether you're presenting them in video or podcast. I am going to be teaching you tricks of the trade, like actual techniques to help you to understand what astrologers utilize, techniques that we utilize when we are writing sun sign horoscopes or rising sign horoscopes, whether we're writing them, presenting them in audio, presenting them in video. And so it is going to be a very practical class helping you to get in there right away and experiment. So whether it is that you are a budding professional astrologer or you consider yourself a professional astrologer and want to understand the different ways that astrologers might do this, or whether it is that you are just curious, you know, you're somebody that's like, yeah, what do astrologers do when they write sun sign astrology horoscopes or they present them on YouTube? What's actually going on? What techniques are they using? I'm going to be talking about all of that. So I think that that is going to be a very popular class. And you can check out that class and so many more classes I'm going to be teaching before the end of the year, including the 10th house of destiny, including more on the fifth house of windfalls. I'm going to be teaching on palace Athena, through the signs and houses. And we're gonna be looking at power couples as well. So there's lots to look forward to from me, Saturday afternoons, Eastern Standard Time, but really anywhere in the world that you are, you're welcome to join us live or get the replay or get the download. Classes by me at synchronicityuniversity.com. Link is in the description below. And Rachel Schwartz Kabbalah Astrology at Synchronicity University. I am so proud of this course. I think that Rachel Schwartz is one of the best astrologers out there, no matter what kind of astrology you're practicing. But her bringing this mystical Kabbalah perspective to understanding astrology, to understanding the chart, I think is very powerful to look at. And it is going to be Rachel that's going to be looking at bringing abundance and success how to have that success coming up this week. So you can sign up for the single classes now. You can join us to understand what business success or prosperity or abundance mean to you and how to cultivate it, how to attract it from a Kabbalah astrology perspective. All of that is going to be happening this week at synchronicityuniversity.com. Sign up for the individual class. Link is in the description below. And finally, you can get my take on your unique birth chart by checking out my partnership with Cosmogram. At Cosmogram, you go onto their website, you enter in your birth data, and within hours, you will get a PDF digital copy of your chart along with my explanation of the different planetary aspects. And if you go onto the Cosmogram website, you can actually see a sample report there so you know exactly what it is that you're going to be getting. Thank you so much to everybody who's ordered this so far, who's loved it. I appreciate each and every one of you. So yes, check out my partnership with Cosmogram. Link is in the description below.
And thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you out there. I'm so very grateful for you. Thank you for your love and enthusiasm and trust that you bring. Uh, it just is such a privilege. I've been having so much fun hanging out on Saturdays again uh, with my students at Synchronicity University. So shout out to everybody there. And just, oh, I feel so grateful. Thank you. I am still in Canada, so I hit up my mom's uh, closet again. I like it. I think it ends up bringing some good energy into the mix. So you may see some more outfits from her before I head back to my adopted home of Mexico. And uh, of course, no matter where I go, I'm always with you guys. I take you along with me. That's part of the fun of what I do as well. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. That means so much as well. Thank you again for watching. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.